Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everyone, this is Matt Johnson with Viral Marketing and I'm excited to welcome you. This is the uh, the Real Estate VA Outbound Hangout. So, uh, hosted by Daniel Ramsey, he's actually hopping on here in a minute. He's having a little bit of technical difficulty, but I wanted to just introduce quickly uh, the topic that we're going to be talking about and what you're going to learn. So we're talking all about how to generate and convert seller listings and uh, we were joined by special guest Matt Shy with Prime Seller Leads. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Good, good. So, Matt, just briefly tell us a little bit about what, what Prime Seller Leads is and your role, and uh, and then let's get into kind of talking about the challenges that you have with generating a consistent stream of, of seller listings and why your company exists in the first place. Okay. Well, um, Prime Seller Leads has been around for 15-plus uh, years. We've been working with uh, agents doing SEO, content management, and, and actually in working with some of our agents, we developed the Prime Seller Lead platform specifically to answer the call of a consistent um, stream of listing leads. Uh, there's a lot of different companies out there that can do buyer's leads and different uh, lead generation, but um, not, not many that I know of uh, really at all that can consistently generate a steady stream month in and month out of listing leads. And So we worked through um, developing that platform with a couple of our bigger agents um, and then tested it out with them for about a year and a half and we were able to launch it just over uh, just over a year and a half ago and we've got about 1500 agents right now nationwide and in Canada that are using the program uh, with great success very cool and we're going to get into some of the lessons that you've learned with working with all those 1500 clients and best practices we're going to get in some data and some really good strategies that people can implement if they want to do this on on their own to generate more seller listings but it looks like Daniel you're uh, you're able to hop on with us how's it going yeah, great guys. Thanks for being here. Sorry, internet challenges. So, anyways, um, thank thanks for joining us, Matt and Matt for kind of moderating this stuff. And um, we'll jump right in, man. Let's let's talk about how Prime. So I don't know where you guys are, by the way. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the why the company exists. So Matt, can you tell us what what is the big challenge? Why why are seller listings, you know, and leads for listings so much harder to generate than just buyer? Uh, I think the nature of the, the animal itself is a little bit different. As a buyer, you're looking for as much information about as many properties as you can get. And so, you know, you'll, you'll talk to just about anybody that has information on properties that are available. With somebody who's thinking of listing, that's, that's a little bit different. You're talking about um, opening up your castle, your home, you know, your safety zone, where, you, where your family is, and letting somebody into that private part of your life to not only evaluate it and tell you, <laughs> you know, whether or not your special place is, is worthwhile or not, but letting them in to open it up to everybody else. And so the, I think people are a lot more cautious. Um, there's a lot more at stake for them as a lister, and so there's a longer incubation process on, on a listing lead. They've got a little bit more research, a little bit more time um, getting to know the market and figuring out what's important to them before they're ready to just jump in market. And so it can take longer to generate them and it takes a little bit more finesse to draw the information out from them. 
Okay. So let's start with the uh, with the beginning. So tell me about the work that you did with some of the top agents and the initial experiments that you ran and kind of how you struck on, I guess, the formula for how you go about generating seller leads. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, and I'll qualify this because I'm not, we have a, you know, team of different ad managers that work different mediums, you know, people that do Google AdWords, people that do Facebook specifically, people that do uh, work on LinkedIn and Twitter and, and, you know, experiment with the different mediums. And so there's specific people that work the different mediums and have the, the real expertise. But when we initially jumped in, we tried a number of different ad sets. Um, different verbiage in the ads, specifically talking about listing your property. And, you know, much to our dismay, when we run ads about specifically listing your property, we, they don't do very well. We don't get very much click-through. Um, we get a, a higher percentage of, you know, Joe Blows and Mickey Mouses, which is kind of one of the things that comes with Internet leads, is there's a certain number of um, fictitious leads that come through because people are cautious. They don't want to give up their information. Um, and so what we learned was that People these days, they don't want um, to be sold something. They want to be educated. In particular with a listing person, the first thing they're doing is looking for information. They're researching the market. They're trying to find out what's going on in the market, what's going on in their neighborhood, what homes are selling for. And so as we settled into an ad set that was about finding out the value of your home in today's market, that was when we kind of hit the mainstream and started to be really consistent with the leads coming in and the quantity coming in. And then depending on the medium, whether it's Facebook or Google, the effectiveness of the ad can determine the cost of the lead that's coming through. Now, is is there a certain traffic source that you guys have found work better for your clients? Well, I wouldn't say so much better. Right now, Facebook and Google are the primary two with, with the greatest um, abundance of leads. Um, they seem to be in more markets a little bit more cost effective on Facebook right now than on Google. But part of the cost on the Google leads can be the actual keywords that you're targeting. And so some of that varies with what the actual agent is putting in in their market and what they're using to target people. Uh, but primarily right now, Facebook and Google AdWords are really the, the bountiful sources of, of leads. Have you guys toyed with any other? Like, in, I mean, I, I know Yahoo's out there trying to drive. I know Bing's out there trying to drive. And I know that, like, Sites like LinkedIn and Twitter and and um, there's even another one. I forget the other one. Um, they're trying to figure out how to generate money, right? Because they're typically a free site. So, toying with any of those and any success levels anywhere, even if it's just in a regional area. Well, I, I tell you, we do. We're, we have a, a, a division, a couple of people that specifically spend time looking at new mediums, the Twitters, the LinkedIn, uh, the Pinterest. Uh, you know, getting it out there. I don't know that we've got definitive data yet that we'd be comfortable saying, hey, this is working on Pinterest or this is working on Twitter. What I can tell you is that there seems to be more than enough leads to keep even the biggest teams busy just with Google and Facebook right now in almost all markets. And even, in, even in Alaska right now, we're, we're keeping one of the top agents there busy um, with Google AdWords and, and Facebook. We do a combination there, um, but that seems to really be the sweet spot right now. I was going to say, well, a year from now, who knows? <laughs> right, because everything changes like that. What, when, you, when you think about, because I want to, a lot of real estate agents like think they're going to launch something new. Like They're going to be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to market mine just a little bit better. What strategies didn't work? You talked about the home valuation, which kind of is, every, the industry has settled that that's where the lead is, right? But did you try, like, you know, 
you know, top 10 listing mistakes people make and, you know, free guide to selling your home. Like, did you try any of those other, other worlds and what, what was yes. this? Yeah, we, we absolutely did. Um, and, and what we find is that the click through on the ads drops significantly. Now you mentioned some things right there. Um, you know, you know, tips for listing your house, five things that people forget. Um, those things, interestingly enough, we're using in our drip email campaigns. Now, one of the things to know about internet listing leads is about 80% of them will come to market six to 18 months after they make that first inquiry online for their value. And so a big part of the guys who are getting listings every month is that they take all of the leads that they get, regardless of how many times they say they're just curious, and they put them into a specific campaign where one of the things they're getting each month is a, an email, a short, sweet email, half-empty closets. One of the things that buyers are looking for is storage in their new home. As you go to stage your house, take half the stuff out of your closets. It makes them look bigger. It makes them look cleaner. You know, appeal to those people. So not a long-winded email, but just a short, quick tip. And we're using that to keep the agent front of mind with those people while they incubate or as they gather the rest of their information until they're ready to come to market. So not effective in soliciting them initially, but definitely effective in keeping the agent front of mind and keeping them thinking about listing and you know just keeping the whole John Smith realtor in front of that that person's you know keeping them on their head so that when they are ready, you know, they're ready to move in and, and garner that listing. Do you guys do you guys do, have you guys toyed anything with like you know create a lead, drop it into an email funnel, but also like a paper funnel? Because these are these are real, you know, these are people who want to know their home value, and sometimes hitting them in multiple different, you know, email, call, video, phone. I mean, all of that. Or I'm just curious what the success you've seen. Well, you know, it, it, a lot of the times the question is, what what are the best agents doing to get the results? And what what we really find is that there's not one right way to do it. That different things not only work in. It's not so much different markets. It's different agents. You know, and I'll give you an example. Some girls can burp and it comes out really charming and cute, and another girl will burp and you'll pull the car over and let her out of the car. Same thing with agents. Door knocking for some agents is a really comfortable, calm, pleasant experience. It's not solicitation oriented, but then somebody else can knock on the door with the same script and they can creep that person out and they call the cop. So part of, of being an effective agent is trying the different things and figuring out what works for you in your market, in your style. You know, are you an event person where you do better inviting people to events that you've got going on in the neighborhood and networking with them there? Are you better knocking on the door and dropping off a detailed CMA with a lot of information about current comps and why the value of your house is this and trying to go for the face-to-face? -face? Some people really excel at that and some people really struggle with that. So part of it is finding out what your strengths are but as you establish that, being consistent with it, and once you know that something works for you, every lead, every time goes through that same procedure. And that's, that's the key to seeing that return month in and month out. And yeah, I, and, and that I, goes back to something you said, Ben, before we went live, is that talk to me about your philosophy about the quality of a lead, because that was really interesting, and I want to make sure that people get that. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business 
right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants and I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD MOD to 31996 and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. Okay. Um, our belief and what we've seen results-wise in working with top agents, as far as the quality of a lead goes, we believe that with an internet lead, as long as the, the prospect is willingly entering in their contact information, manually typing in their name and their email ad address, and they aren't being tricked into doing so, that that really is the lead and that is the quality. It doesn't matter who generates it. If, they're give, if, if we're saying, we'll give you the free value of your home, and they go there and they manually type in their name and their email address and they get that value of their home, that lead is as good as, as there really isn't a quality factor. Now, if someone's at a site where they're being shown a $50 gas card for checking your home value, or you know, chance to win a trip to Hawaii if you check your home value here, now you're bringing somebody in who, who, who really isn't there for the right reason, and then that becomes a not good quality lead. Um, you know, the other thing is it really comes down to offering something that's clear and concise and then delivering that to people. Don't offer people a home value and then send them your bio as a realtor about why you've been listing homes for 20 years in the neighborhood and, and why they should list with you. If they ask for a home value, give them the home value. Give them what they're looking for. Be concise with what you offer and concise with what, what you deliver. The one thing I would definitely, you know, caution everybody against is landing sites that auto-populate the customer's name and contact information based on cookies that are on their system. You definitely don't want a lead that's not even willing to type in their name and their email address. Try calling that one. That's about as bad a quality as you can get. But if somebody's being offered straight information, they're willingly entering their, their contact information, that, that lead is as good as any lead that's out there. There really isn't a good quality or a bad quality, and, and that's really our philosophy. And if you take the leads, um, take them like that and work all of them as hard as you can that fit that criteria, you'll see the results that, that, that drive the program and keep people using internet leads. I have a question around that because I, I was thinking, because this is the second time that I've heard that because we did a little prep pre-call um, and you know when I, and I just had a call today with a guy using a virtual assistant to do seller calls and we were kind of walking through some of the stuff and, and 
I told him the two things that you want to figure out is time frame and interest level. Like, when are they are they are they actually going to sell? You know, in the next twelve months or eighteen months or whatever, they have an established time frame. My kid is moving, and we want them to go to kindergarten in this school, and they're three right now, and kindergarten starts when she's four. You know, vert and 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 then, you know. You know, and that time frame is, you know, so how do you get, that's a quality lead for me. And when you know the time frame and you know their motivation level. Um, but you guys, you got, there's no way to sort that with your system, right? Well, not necessarily. Well, there is with our system internally. There's categories. You can set up different categories for your leads. And one of the things that a lot of the coaches that we work with and that we would recommend as well is having a, a, a lead categorization system. So you've got ABC leads. So an A lead would be, Got an appointment now, going to be in their door jam in the next 30 days, probably have the listing within 60 days. A lead, got an appointment right away. A B lead, thinking of doing something in the next 90 to 180 days. Okay, so within six months, be on market, ready to list. The follow-up campaign that you're going to put a B lead in is going to be very different than a C lead would be. A C lead would be your, I'm just curious, my grandfather built this house, I was born in this house, we're never going to sell this house, you, you know. And that's the majority of what, what these leads say. But again, we see a large percentage of them, 80% of them, come to market in that 6 to 18 month time frame after they make that first inquiry. Mm -hmm. and, and that brings up another good point, which is the follow-up. Is there anything specific that you can offer? I know you said it varies by the agent, but is, is there anyone that's really either doing it at a high level or is following up in a unique or a different way from most of the other or, or typical agents that you're seeing to where they're having really good success converting those leads? Yes, yeah, so that's kind of a two-part question. First part, I think the most, the most important thing is what we refer to as the initial call follow-up. Uh, and Daniel mentioned a moment ago timing. Um, when a lead comes in, if it's at all possible to contact that lead within 15 minutes, preferably right away, you're going to have a, over a 120% higher chance of connecting with that lead and qualifying with them. And if you've got 100 leads to qualify a month in order to get that, that listing that you're working for and that return, being able to qualify them quickly and work through them is going to be a big factor in how smoothly the system or internet leads integrates with, with your business and keeps you from becoming kind of a reactive agent. You know, If you've got a plan and you time block, you can work an internet lead system appropriately. A lot of agents that don't have that in place, it ends up becoming a very reactive component to their, their business and they end up kind of chasing for the whole rest of the day. So the first thing is to have an initial call follow-up and it would go something like this. The lead comes in, we call them within 15 minutes. If they don't answer, we don't leave a message. Call back again between 4 and 6 that day. If they don't answer, we do leave a message. Okay, now they've seen the caller ID twice and everybody has caller ID now and they see when you're calling. People will appreciate the fact that you're being tenacious and reaching out multiple times but not filling up their inbox with 15 different email or voicemail messages. So let them see you call twice a day, leave one message a day. Have another way of contact. So that was the first day. Comes in, we call right away, we don't get them, we call again, we leave a message. Following morning between 8 and 9, send a video response. Hey, this is Matt. Thanks for checking your value at danvillehomevalues.com. Going to be reaching out today between 4 and 6 to make sure that your value was accurate and answer any questions that you might have. If you'd like to reach me before then, you can get me at 555-1212. Otherwise, I look forward to speaking to you. 
That's a generic voicemail. A lot of different systems out there have a mechanism for delivering that to multiple leads at once. So now you've done two phone calls and a video response, and so maybe between four and six that day you do an email. Or you do a phone call between four and six, and the following morning between eight and nine is an email. And so what we're doing is we're breaking up the type of contact that we're doing, phone call, video, email. We're going back and forth. So we're not just calling, 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 or filling up their inbox. We're stirring it up and giving them a chance to reply. But we're also showing them that we're, A, we're professional and we're tenacious. We're reaching out. We're being diligent in our follow-up. But we're not being irritating and you know inundating them with, with emails and, and phone messages. So that would be the first thing. Matt, what if somebody answers, what do, what do you, what's the script when somebody is using prime seller leads? Like, what is the thing you're going to say to actually move a person closer down that funnel where they're, they're actually using you? Okay, so, again, no, not one single formula. What I can tell you across the board that is working the best, and, um, and I'm getting this from a lot of people that are using virtual assistants. Um, and i got to tell you that the clients that we have that have been able to switch whether they're using a full-time or a part-time virtual assistant, their results have, it's between three and five times better results they're getting is what we're hearing from Why? clients. Why? I don't, I, and honestly, this is not part of a scripted thing, and I don't want to turn it into this. Matt and I were talking about this earlier, but oh, I'm curious now. You know, definitive definitive data on exactly why that's happening, I don't know. But what I can tell you is, is what, what I think is that when you've got an assistant calling, it's not an agent. It's not somebody that knows all about the market. It's not somebody who's soliciting. It's almost more of an administrative call, kind of like when you get a call from the dentist and they're confirming your dental appointment. Hey, you know, you've got an appointment at 3 o'clock tomorrow. So you reach out, the lead answers, hey, thanks for checking your value at danvillehomevalues.com. And I keep using that because that's where I am. Um, but hey, I wanted to thank you for that, but I got to let you know, those online values, you know, they can be 25, 30, even 35% off. And, uh, you know, Dan's going to be in your neighborhood on Friday this week. If he can stop by for five minutes, he can view your property and give you a much more accurate value. And in fact, he can put it in whatever format you need, whether you need this for taxes or you're just curious or maybe you're thinking of selling. He can provide you with things like how long it might be on the market or you know, what homes like yours in the neighborhood have sold for recently. You know, would 11 o'clock work for Dan to stop by for five minutes? Hmm. That's basically the script. It's not about what, you know, when were you planning to list or sell your house. You know, do you have, have you talked to any other agents? It's did you know those values could be off? Did you have any questions about how it was? Again, we're, we're being the ethical professional. We're following up in accordance with what they were looking for. Let's get them the information they wanted. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Here's the thing. Too many agents are so aggressive on the phone, and they're not providing value. And what you just did is you're saying, look, what, you know, what's the reason that you're requesting the information, and how would you like it? given back to you. And I think it's a huge deal. And my uh, my dentist is amazing. By the way, I get a text message. <laughs> I get a phone uh, a phone call. And um, I get a little re reminder um, thing mailed to my house like the week of. And I'm like, man, how come as an industry, real estate agents aren't doing as many different... I mean, text message, phone call, and a physical piece mailed to my office for a teeth cleaning that, by the way, they earn 75 bucks on. They make 75 bucks when they clean my teeth, but they have three forms to remind me to show up. And I think it, I think it's a big deal, and I think you're, you're spot on with that assessment. Well, the other thing they do is every patient, every time, goes through those. Pro Not that they think this one might be a good patient or this one might, be, you know, might have a cavity. 
every person, every you know, every patient gets it, and that's again one of the consistency things that really pays for people. Every and it's, every time. And it's an automated system, right? Like you're, you're. I mean, the, there's an automated system reminding me about my appointment. There's an automated system that prints out a postcard. There's an automated system that texts me and says, "Hey, Daniel." Your doctor Nancy is excited to see you tomorrow for your teeth cleaning. Like it's insane. And as an industry, we need to get to that. We need to get to that point. Um, you, you hit on something that I think is is key for agents, especially agents that are at a more of an entry level or just starting out. They don't have a team to do their follow up. And so having an automated system, being able to set and forget with these leads. Once you qualify, you set. It's an A, B, or C. It's going into a specific plan where it's getting a specific number of emails maybe a new value every couple of months, um, but have a system or pick a system that has these things that are automated. Drip email campaigns, automated AVMs that can go out. A lot of the companies um, have a voicemail system, a text feature. I, I know our system does, and I know that m many of them out there do. Take advantage of it. Switch it up. Do a text. Do a voicemail. Do a video response. You know, take but your point is, your point is automated. Yeah, not switch it up every single lead. Switch it up in a system and measure that system over time, and then make it make small tweaks and add to it more value, more value, more value. There's a book. It's like, what, what's that book? It's like, jab, jab, punch, and it's basically give, 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 and then ask, right? Yep. And too yep. many agents are, you know, the very first. Hey, so when do you want to sell your house? And you're like, dude, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't even know. I just, I kind of wanted to value, you know. Um, we have agents that will call and say that to to customers. The customers will say, I never been to your website. I never went there. And, and then they call us and say, Hey, I'm getting these leads, and I think that they're not real. And we can actually show them they actually did go to the site and type it in. Did you ask them if they were planning to list or sell their house? Well, of course I did. There's your problem. You're you're yeah. rushing the, you're rushing it. So Thank I've you. got an, another couple of questions. I live in a neighborhood. Um, it, it's called it's called like East Sacramento. Like it's a downtown area, and I really if if I'm a real estate broker, like that's the place I want to focus. Um, can you guys get specific and and like I want to focus on you know homes that are selling for a half a million dollars and above. Home valuations. I'd almost want to have like home valuations for luxury homes in some way or some something. And not to say that I wouldn't take a three hundred thousand dollar listing, but just to say if I'm going to spend money, that's the kind of money I want. How do you, how do you guys break up like regions and like if I if I have a lead, you know, quality like measurement? Do you guys have all, all that kind of? Tell me about that. Yeah, it actually it works through the median that you're advertising in. So we'll take Facebook, for example. With Facebook, I could say, um, give me one of your zip codes there in East Sacramento. 95819. Okay, so I can go into Facebook and say, I want everybody in 95891 who's 33 years or older, who owns a home, and that home has to be worth 300000 or more to see Dan's ad. Now, people whose homes are worth less than that or who aren't homeowners or who aren't in that, that age range that we're looking at aren't actually seeing your ad. So you can get very, very targeted with who sees your ad in a specific area. The caution point, though, is as you become more targeted, you're closing that reach as far as the number of people goes. I mean, with Facebook, you could actually say, I want, to, I want everybody that, um, gosh, everybody that's 35 to 45 with 2.2 kids, uh, that's Christian, that has an interest in water sports, and equestrian. And 
and they have that kind of information so that only those people will see your ad. Now that might only be 10 people in your area, so you you know you want to keep your targeting as broad as possible and slowly kind of taper it into what's working so that you can try to duplicate the type of lead that you're converting at a higher percentage. I like the word type rather than quality maybe as a as a lead descript. Yeah, because well, it is like an ideal client profile. Yeah. Yeah. But what about somebody who's owned their home for like five years? Because on average, home homes churn every seven years in 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 the U.S. and 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 this is another stat that just drives me nutty. Um, every seven years, people, you know, you buy your first home. Seven years on average, you move up to your next home, and that home is fifty percent larger than your first home. And all of the people, all the agents who helped you buy your first home. You know, the, on average, nine out of ten would have used that same real estate agent, but unfortunately, only one out of ten actually stays in contact. You know, and so and that's just a stat, right? And it's by the the National Association of Realtors. But like, can you even get? Can you dive even more specific into like they've owned it for seven years? Um, you know, that really, I think, starts to get more into farming techniques when you're farming a, a more of a finite, specific area. As, as, lead, as lead generation being my core competency, you know, I'm going to be really more focused on generating the abundance of leads. So the more, um, if we get too targeted, it becomes more, more of a farming technique on where I'm, who am I target marketing to. And we're going we're gonna to generate the lead and then nurture the lead as opposed to target market somebody to bring them into the fold. So it's a little bit different when, when you get too, too focused. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. We've got a couple questions from the audience here I wanted to address. So number one is, is the video going to be available for, for later? And Dan, yes, it will. It's actually going to be right here on this Google Plus page. But the, uh, a question I wanted to bring to you, Matt, was <clears throat> from Jason Jock. Uh, I've done a lot of Facebook marketing, but I haven't seen the ability to find, quote, homeowners. Uh, the options seem very basic, so where do you find this? Um, Matt, can you answer that? Uh, yes, there's a, I can answer it kind of broadly, because again, I'm not an ad manager who's actually posting the ads in Facebook, uh, but if you can get into the settings part of it, um, you know, why, why not the, the best thing would be, why don't I give you my email address, and I can get an answer for you specifically to that from one of my ad managers. We typically... Um, my ad managers are focused on clients that you know we're managing their ad campaigns for. But if we can point somebody in the right direction and you know give them a tip, we're all about doing that. Well, and so, we can post we can post on this Google Hangout that question, and then you can come in afterwards and and answer it for everyone. Okay. And yeah. so, but I know that I know that Facebook. Here's what happens when you buy, and we use Facebook a ton, um, advertising to hire virtual assistants over in the Philippines, and it's our number one lead source. And what happens when you start spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, which we do to find great people, um, Facebook gives you an account executive, and Google gives you an account executive. So Matt, because of his spend, is going to have access to options that maybe you might not, and, and I think that would probably answer the question um, specifically, but I, I, I'm, Matt will find the answer for that. What, what other questions? Uh, those are the two that we have for now. So, Guys, yeah. we've got we've got an expert. He has almost fifteen hundred clients, generating hundreds of leads every single month for those fifteen hundred. So ask your questions, um, Matt. I'm, I've got a couple of questions. Like, how much do you guys like? If I, if I'm an agent in a particular market, I'm looking to add online seller lead gen. It's really easy 
to buy leads from Zillow, buy leads from Tulia, buy a, a buyer platform, you know, like Boomtown, Market Leader, you know, Tiger, all there's a ton of those. But the yeah. seller side, it, it's the 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 frame seems a lot smaller. So tell us, you know, uh, number one, if I want to generate a couple hundred leads per month, on average, what should that cost me? And then tell us a little bit about your system. Like, what makes it unique? Why? Why should you know? What do your clients really love about it? What do they you know hate about it or miss about it? Which you know, what kind of things do they need to add onto your system to make it the whole process work smoothly? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that, it does make sense. Um, so I, I think the main thing with prime seller leads is that we're we're all about choices and options. Um, all the way through the, the process, this, the system basically works like this. People see an ad on Facebook or Google AdWords about the value of their home. They click on that. It's going to take them to a customized landing site specific to that agent and that, that area. Um, at that point, we're going to start uh, having them verify the address and asking them for some of their information. Uh, as we garner that information, it, the, the, the agent is notified via text or email. They've got a new lead so that they can you know, get on and start, start reaching out to them right away. The lead goes into a back end where they can, they can log on and do that. Unless we are working with Wise Agent for them or Top Producer or Boomtown where we're sending it in, into that system for them so they can start working it. Okay, so you have a connection. If if somebody's using a CRM, you guys have a back-end connection, and, and basically the lead will flow directly into that. Exactly. So one of the choices is, do you want to work your listing lead in our system? I've got a lot of agents that work it in our back-end until they get an appointment, and then they push it over into their, their standard CRM. Um, many of our clients don't want to learn two systems or don't want to have their team log on to two different systems, and so we get the API from that existing CRM, and we program that, and the leads go directly into the CRM that they're using, but they just show as a prime seller lead in those accounts. Perfect. Okay, and what does that cost? I mean, what do you guys, and for that kind of system, a couple hundred leads a month, like what's the range of, of cost? So I can't speak to the other companies. We've got um, a couple of different levels of service that we offer so that there's an entry level that starts at about $59 a month where the agent can get the tools that they need to start generating leads and they can do it themselves. Hmm. Uh, and with that, you're about $59 a month. Typically, agents are spending 5 to $7 a day on Google AdWords or Facebook initially to generate enough leads to get going. Now, ideally, to really hit the acceleration point on your business and take it to the next level, you're going to want to get to the point where you're having somebody else manage your ads, where they're posting the ads, monitoring the ads, freshening them up, watching for the traffic to maybe trickle down and realizing that something needs to be done to that ad to change it up and to keep that traffic coming in. Once you get to that level, that really helps you focus in solely on follow-up and conversion, which are the, the ROI generating activities that, that we really want you working on. Um, but not everybody's at that point, and they need to kind of grow. And so we, we offer it, again, at an entry level. Then we have managed campaigns where we'll manage, you know, we can start for a very, for, you know, $99 a month, we'll manage one campaign in one zip code for somebody. Again, trying to help them get started, get the leads coming in, get them to start converting so that they can lead with revenue with the product. Beyond that, we have managed unexclusive or managed and then managed exclusives where we'll actually lock out a whole area. We'll manage an unlimited number of campaigns across as many different sites or domains as they want set up. So, for instance, if, if you were a, a Sacramento agent and you needed you know, five different landing sites, one for El Dorado Hills, one for Sacramento, one for Roseville, to cover all those areas, 
we'll actually manage all of those sites and manage your ad campaigns across those. And for a lot of our bigger agents, we're not just managing one campaign, we're doing Facebook and Google. Or, you know, we're, we're managing multiple campaigns across multiple websites for them. And so, and it's all priced accordingly. We have some agents that are, you know, spending well over $1,000 with us and spending several thousand generating leads. We've got agents that can literally come in and for, you know, three or four hundred bucks a month total, and I say that total, the cost of your leads, the cost of your system, your follow-up, your time, three or four hundred bucks, you could typically get started and get enough leads coming in that within a month or two you, you're getting appointments and starting to see listings and, you know, leading with revenue. You know, you, um, so that's the cost, but tell me a little bit about, like, how long somebody needs, I mean, people come to us all the time and hire a virtual assistant to follow up on leads, and I always tell people, hey, look, you're going to need thir three months to train them, and it's going to take you another three months to start beginning to see ROI, because, you know, if you get an appointment, then it's 30 days before you list it, and then, you know, it takes 60 days to close, so... In reality, you need to have enough money and, and interest and time and focus to train them, to get them up to speed, and then close a deal. You're looking at anywhere from four to six months before you get a return on your investment in the virtual assistant space, right? Sure. What's, what's, what's your return on investment, and what are you seeing on average? How long does it take to get to that point where somebody you know, gets a lead, gets an appointment, closes a deal, and... and and what should the conversion ratios be? Like, are you guys at, you know, 5%, 0%, 2%? Like, give us an sure. idea about that, too. Yeah, well, let's start, let's start with conversion. So across the board, agents are converting these right now in market, and we'll say right now in market being 60 days. You've got the, from the time the lead comes in, you've got the listing on the market within 60 days, about 1% for the average. Now, my teams, I've mentioned that I've got a couple of great agents, you know, some guys over 100 transactions, guys over 300 transactions. They're converting their leads closer to 2.5%, 3% right now in market. But they've, you know, they've had time to polish their word tracks, their scripts are down, they use, almost, almost all of them use an assistant to make the initial calls and the initial call follow-up, um, and it frees up their agents for going on the appointments. And if the assistants are doing it right, they're getting appointments every week. Um, for the individual agent, we're seeing most most agents are getting appointments within the first six weeks and listings within the first 12 weeks. Um, we get a lot of people that get you know get one the first month or the second month, but the majority are hitting their first listing within about 90 days with us. So um, the ramp up's a little bit a little bit lower than on the on the VA side, and you don't have quite the training of the staff. Uh, but we definitely have some mental hurdles with the agents and getting them acclimated to to following up and, and working it diligently. Right. Uh, so, what are those mental hurdles? Talk about those and and be precise. Yeah. So, the, a lot of people get really down. Um, I'm I'm just curious, Matt. I got I had 50 leads so far. You know, 48 of them have told me they're just curious. One of them's never going to move, and the other one's going to move in a year. You know, um, and that you know it's. Listing leads is a numbers game, and so the mindset, if you can, if you can adjust your, your shift, your paradigm to, as you get those 50 people telling you, I'm just curious, to start to get excited and say, hey, I've got 50 people that have just told me I'm just curious. I've only got about 35, 40 more just curiouses, and I'm going to start having some appointments. The guys that look at it that way, they do really well, and it doesn't bog them down emotionally. They get excited when they get the nose because they know they're working through those curious people to get to those people that are in market right now. Um, but you know, we're finding that there's a, a another group 
where agents are getting appointments right away within a week or two of the, the appointment going over there meeting them, they're not necessarily getting a listing within within the three months, but in six months of that period. So we're starting to see another group emerge in the last seven or eight months of that 90 to 180 day period where we're seeing you know people get a fair number of listings there. Across the board, the agents that are nurturing all the leads for 24 months. So you get you get your leads to come in, 100 of them come in, three of them are doing something, you get appointments, you start talking to them. Those other 97 that said, I'm just curious, probably never going to sell, my aunt built the house. Those that are being nurtured for 24 months, my agents are, are converting between 5 and 9%. And what we're seeing is that the majority of these leads, again, are coming to market 6 to 18 months after that first value inquiry. And so for the guys that can quickly qualify them, set them in either a B or C category follow-up, meaning one or two emails a month, a new automated value every couple of months. Um, they're seeing the return on those, but again, it's automated, so they're being able to set it and forget it. Once they qualify, they're putting them into the appropriate category and letting the system do the work, and then they're responding to the, you know, honestly, what, what's really working for a lot of guys is the a new automated value that goes out quarterly. I mentioned before that we're sending out the emails about, you know, price it right, hide the critters, you know, half-empty closets, and those are great to keep you front of mind. But what we're getting is somebody gets that automated value four months later and all of a sudden it's, hey, how come my home value hasn't changed? Or my neighbor's house just sold for this. Why is my, you know, and so it's almost like we don't want the value to really be 100% accurate. We want it to be a range. We want it to, we want it to, we want it to push them to ask a question. You know, if you give them 100% accurate information in the most current comps, they, don't, they may not need to talk to you. They've got all the information they need. But if you can give them enough information to get them in the ballpark, and then pose a question, therein lies the dialogue and there, there comes the listing. Well, you know? and I think there's a piece of this that a lot of agents forget. We need to be viewed as the expert in our market of what your home is worth. And what we're giving to you for free is an automated home valuation. But if you want full service and you really want to dial, that, dial down on your value, that's where, I, that's where you and I meet and we talk about your home and you share with me all the great things about your neighborhood and your particular street and your particular house. And I think too many people are like, uh, you know, bam, 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 bam. They want it right now, and they're not nurturing over the long term and providing value. Um, and that market snapshot is a is a great way to do that. I love that product. Once a month, uh, your home values go up and down. And Zillow has been doing this forever, by the way, guys. I mean, your Z estimate for your home, they're 90% accurate. You know, when a, they actually track when a house sells versus what their Z estimate was, like how close. So, so it's a very normal to just say, hey, usually the automated system is between you know 80 and, and 100%, but if you want a real value, we need to sit down and talk, and that's why I'm calling you today, right? I mean, that's the conversation that we're having. Exactly, yeah. Um, We've got a couple questions here, and uh, so we'll get, I don't know if you want to answer these directly, Matt, or if you want to follow up afterwards, I'll give you the option, but first question is back to the, the cost. For the $99 a month, does that include Facebook and Google? Like, could you hit both of those markets at that price point, or would you have to like pick one for that price point? That's the first question. Okay, so good. that's a good question. At, at, at our for our service at $99, you would pick one of those, Google or Facebook. And I want to be clear too, because I may not have been totally clear on that. That at $99 is for us to manage the ads. The, the agent is still going to have a 5 to 7 maybe $10 a day cost actually paying Facebook direct for the leads or paying Google for the leads. So that was when I said a couple hundred dollars kind of total to get started. That's when I was including you know my $99 and then 
you know, the 150, maybe 200 dollars for Facebook to actually for the leads that are coming in off Facebook. Right. Okay, perfect. Okay, so second question is, uh, do you have some websites that you can cite that you've uh, helped companies develop their ad campaigns? So I'm assuming they're asking for, you know, basically who are your, who are your top clients that we can look at and see what the example is. Well, okay, that's a great question because as far as the top clients, seeing the ads we're generating listing leads for. That's, that would be tough. You kind of have to live in their area and be a Facebook user in their area and fit the targeted criteria. But as far as agents that we um, support as far as doing SEO, managing keyword campaigns for their own websites and you know sites that we host, um, I think our two biggest advocates and, and really the two agents that really were integral in us developing this product, uh, one is Gary Ashton. He's a Remax agent out of, uh, out of, out of Nashville. Uh, I believe he's one of the He's in the top ten for uh, for Remax nationwide as far as teams, uh, and the other uh, is a guy named Justin Haver, uh, who is also a Remax agent, interestingly enough, out of Calgary. And uh, Justin did a little over five hundred transactions last year, a little over two hundred million, um, and he's only been in the business for I don't want to say seven, eight, maybe ten years total. But he's very systemized. He's got everything in place as far as systems go. Um, and, and he's he's very tenacious with the follow up and having his agents follow up specifically along the lines of his systems and, and the things they have in place and and they were the ones that really you know pushed hard for us to come up with a solid listing platform and, and really helped us test it out. Perfect. So check out check out their sites and take a look at some of their stuff. Yeah, and uh, and Gary's got a great system. So he uses you, and then he's got a lot of agents uh, in his office that do a good job of following up on those leads. I mean, that's the main reason they're, that they're there and why they join Gary's team to begin with is for exactly that. They want those leads, and so they're highly motivated to, uh, to follow up with them. So it's a key point there. Um, Matt, would you mind sharing with us just a little bit on we talked a little bit about outsourcing and, and bringing in some virtual assistant help to make those initial follow-up calls. Are there any other ways that agents or teams can use virtual assistants to work with the leads that they're given from your company or from any pay-per-click campaign to increase their lead conversion and really boost their seller listings? Well, I think with the right script, if you know what kind of lead, you know, if it's a buyer's lead, you're going to have a different script than, than a listing lead. Um, but the guys that we, that we have using the virtual assistants, it's not just for that first call, you know, within 15 minutes. It's for the two calls a day for the, you know, the next seven to ten days until they make contact. And, you know, it's a month later, hey, we're doing a follow-up call. Last month you were at the website checking your value. It looks like we never connected. We just wanted to make sure that your questions were answered. Did you need to know anything else about the market? So you, you know, it's about using them to follow up consistently on the leads on an ongoing basis. It really doesn't stop. I mean, yes, the initial you know five seven days and that initial fifteen minutes is the most important. But the guys that are taking their their VAs and keeping them busy dialing all day are the ones that are seeing the return. And it can be a call a month later. It can be six months later. I mean, it can be a monthly check-in call. Well, you and know? I think I want to add a little bit to that. I, you know, we have a ton of, of clients that are using your system, and they're mutual clients. That's why we're doing this hangout. And one in particular that I really I really love, um, Tim Heil. They have a system where. The virtual assistant is garnering the the calls over time, and then and then when somebody says, you know what, we are ready now for our full home value, that's basically them saying, hey, come meet me, come list me, come come, I'm you've provided enough value over time, I'm ready, and that's when they do a warm transfer to a licensed agent who actually then gets serious about the conversation and 
and starts talking about, well, what's your motivation? What's your time frame? You know, where are you going to move? How, how, how come you need, you know, they just get, and so I think the, on our side, you know, the, and you, Matt, you said something that I, I'm, I'm going to disagree just a little bit. You yeah, said please. the first 15 minutes is more, is the most important, but I haven't found that to be the case. I've found that consistent follow-up over time, and you even said so, you know, some of your clients are doing 24-month um, follow-up and you're getting they're getting five to nine or I think you said five to nine percent or five Correct. to seven percent yep. well that's a lot yeah and 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 versus the people who are getting one percent and it's because of that consistent follow-up over time and if you're an agent and you're generating you know seller leads and you don't have you're out on appointments you're meeting people you're doing rainmaker type work you're not gonna call these hundred people you know two times the first day and and three times the next day and email them and whatever. And so a virtual assistant, it's easy to, to sub them in and have them actually do all that work. So when they say, yeah, okay, I'm ready for a real valuation now. You've explained it to me. I know this this AVM, it can be 20% off. I'm, I'm ready. Sign me up. Let's get, let's get a real number. Then an agent can step in. And that's the best, highest and best use of the virtual assistant's time and the, the, uh, the mega agent's time too. I would I would agree, and I would I would I would reposition my answer to be you know what, um, the, ultimately if you're going to get five to nine percent conversion, that's going to be your highest return, and and that is the ongoing follow up. Um, I have to as a vendor push people towards the instant gratification a little bit because that gets them excited initially, and you know it lends to growing me growing a customer who's really successful with internet leads. But um, I, I would agree. I mean, it really is the long term follow up. And here's the big point. Never before have we been able to generate seller leads online. This has never ever happened before and we're beginning to, and you're seeing it in the massive success that you guys are having, just the fact that you have 15, almost 1500 clients. You know, it, it used to be referrals, that's the number one way, then it was Sphere, then it was a mailer, then it was a door knock, and all of those are very active um, business strategy, like go out in the world. Honestly, I think it's an exciting time for real estate agents because you can hire a company company like Prime Seller Leads, pay them some cash, um, and then all of a sudden you can have a couple hundred seller leads in a 30-day time period that you never had before. Right? I mean, that's that's the real reason we're having you here because I think there's a shift, and I don't know of another online way to develop uh, seller leads other than what you guys are doing Facebook and Google. I was just going to ask you, Matt, what other type of infrastructure do you need? We talked a little bit about the lead follow-up and what top agents are doing, but I mean, if somebody wants to get started with, you know, with pay-per-click ads, whether it's with you or, or on their own, what other type of infrastructure do they need to have set up around that in order for them to be successful? It's not a whole lot, you know. They need to have a payment method available to put in with Google or Facebook. Um, they need to have a computer so they can <clears throat> actually log into those. But it really is. It really is that simple that you know just about anybody can get on and do it. Google Analytics has a lot of uh, information to help people do it. Facebook has a lot of information, but it it really isn't rocket science. I mean, literally, if you have a computer and a credit card, shoot, if you have a if you have a computer and an ATM card, you can get on and and start having leads come in. You know, it's it's a matter of just entering it in, going through a couple of steps that are very easy, so easy even I can do it, and I'm not that user friendly. I'm, I'm I'll be straight with you. <laughs> You know, it, it really isn't that hard, and, and I think that's why more and more people are getting into it. But um, you know, you you said something, Dan, about about people working their sphere. 
there's even coaches out there that have the you know the by referral only programs, and even they are now prescribing a percentage of internet you know internet lead generation for their programs because I think you, it ultimately comes down to this: is as great and as important as your sphere and referral basis stuff is, it's difficult to systematically grow your business based on on working those avenues alone. And and what by that I mean. For instance, if, if you work with internet leads and we know that you close your leads at 1%, you need 10 more listings to hit your goal to get their business to where you want, well then I know I need to generate you 1,000 listing leads and you'll hit your, t you know what I mean? So we can systematically grow your business, which is, which is much easier um, to project than I'm going to shake 100 more hands or go to five more events this month and network, you, you know, it, it's a little bit more tangible way to actually have a roadmap to grow. Um, but anyways, you're just adding one more leg to your uh, lead generation machine that can that is predictable, and I like that, and I think that's that's exactly what we're talking about doing. Um, Matt, I think we're almost done. Unless there's any other questions. Um, the last question we have from the audience, and this is from Matt Scheid. So, <clears throat> on your program, Matt, does it include the follow-up software, and is it automated with the voicemail, video, text, drip, you know, drip mail, etc.? That's a question from John Hoffmeister. Yes and no. I love these kind of answers. Yes, those things are all there. There is some initial setup. So, for instance, you, uh, one of the things was voicemail. The voicemail system's there and it's automated, but you have to go in and record the voice messages the first time. In other words, once you've got the voice messages recorded, now you can program it in and say, I want this, this lead to get them at this interval, you know, once every two weeks, once a month. So all of those things are in place. There is initial setup that's required, and depending on the level of service that we're providing, we're available to help you get that and, and kind of tweak things the way you want. The drip email campaigns, they are there and customizable, but you do have to build them. And we've got, you know, 200 plus email templates, but you know what, we can't, it wouldn't behoove us to have just one drip email campaign set up because what one agent is comfortable sending out, another agent may not be. And what we want is the agents to get in there and look at the emails and make sure that the, the emails that are in their campaign are something that they feel comfortable sending. You know, Some guys aren't going to be comfortable sending out an email that talks about hiding the critters. They're going to be more business-like and they're going to we want more, have more tangible data in their, in their emails. Whereas um, you know, a female agent, not to be sexist, is great sending out stuff like that, you know. Hey, I'd send out, I'd person. send out the critter one. I'd send a critter one out. I love it. But different. My point is, different things work for different people. So they want to look at and make sure that what what they're sending out is is something that they feel good as a representation of them and their business. So that would be. So it's all there, but it requires some setup. So the the the, the question is, we could hire you, pay you between five hundred and a thousand, get support generate leads, have a system to work those seller online leads and 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 start actually ha setting listing appointments, you know, within what, 5-10 days? Yes. Uh, well, leads will be coming in within within the same day that we get your site live. The leads literally start coming in that day. Typically, we're setting people up within 48 hours of, you know, deciding it's going to work till the time that their leads are coming in is typically 48 hours, you know, barring it being Friday at 3 o'clock. So if somebody wants more information, um, we're, we, we've got a landing page for my outdesk um, with your information on it and how to, how, to, how to find you guys. But if somebody wants more information, what should they do? Like where do they go to talk to you or someone like you that can help them through this process of, of getting set up? Yeah, the easiest is just to, to dial our toll-free number, which is 
485-4234, and they can quickly either, you know, depending on the level of what you're looking for, put you in touch with an account executive like myself or, or one, of, one of the team that is happy to answer all your questions. Um, if you're at a, a little bit more of an uh, entry level, they, the people that answer the phone are equipped to get you to get you handled and take care of you and, and literally turn things on with during that phone call and have your leads coming in this afternoon. So the easiest way would be to just just give us a call 888-485-4234. Perfect. And and I want to thank Viral for helping us host this. Thank God you guys were here. Um, and if you don't know what Viral does, guys, they do email marketing to your database to help you you get more leads and it, and they're a great company. Matt's been great for uh, kind of helping me through our internet issues. Um, is there anything that we should leave on? Last points to make, last conversations, last opportunity to um, ask a question. Uh, we do have one last question from the audience. We can wrap this up, and then, Matt, I'll let you kind of leave everyone with a final word. So <clears throat> just a quick question on Facebook ads. Do you think that posting an ad featuring your buyers on Facebook or Google is an effective way to capture more seller leads? Yeah, what I can tell you is we, we really do explore all different types of, of ads and different verbiage and different pictures, and <clears throat> keep it simple. Keep it to the, the information on the home, the value they're looking for. That's going to get you the consistently the highest click-through. Um, keep it simple. I mean, that, that really is the trick. Just keep it simple, deliver what you offer, and, and it will work the way it's supposed to. Perfect. Um, there is some ad, ad sets that we do where we'll take a picture, an HD image of the agent's uh, last listing that they sold, and we'll put the HD picture on the ad, and it will say this whole this house, you know, this Danville house sold for 350 last month. What would your Danville house sell for this month? But we're not; it's not specific to the buyer or the agent. You, you really want to keep it generic and informational, not branded, not bringing in testimonials till after you garner their information. Yeah. So all that stuff goes into the drip. Right. That's what we see gets the highest click through. Keep it simple. Keep it generic. Get their information, then bring in your branding and, and who you want them to know. Yeah, and I just wanted to point that this out because I know Daniel probably won't, which is that the key piece there, which is the virtual assistant making that immediate follow-up call, and then continuing to con you know can keep on dialing uh, those leads, you know, months after they initially came in. That's really where you see the highest conversion rate, and my out desk is where you go to get those virtual assistants that are already trained that will come out knowing real estate you can quickly adapt them to your team and you can quickly get them on the phone and dialing those people and seeing results so I just wanted to point that out yeah I can tell you honestly I have 100 percent positive feedback on, on from my clients that are using the virtual assistants in my out desk um, and I've had a few that have tried companies another company and did not necessarily have that same level of success and that's just the honest feedback that I get not to be a commercial but uh, you know, I wish all my clients were using my app desk. It would make my life a lot easier. <laughs> that's that's the, the best testament there is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Daniel, you have anything else that you want to leave us with? We are just about out of time. I think he dropped off anyway, so awesome. <laughs> I think that's Matt, it. thanks for having me. It's really been a pleasure to be here, and uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys again. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks so much.